Namaste, and welcome to the Modern Mystic Podcast, where we are exploring the mystical in the mundane and the magic in the present moment, bringing you ancient tools and technologies into modern day living, yoga, mythic, and healing conversations with expert and visionary powerhouses sharing their stories and secrets with you to help you live an inspired life. You are the essence of the essence, the intoxication of love. These are the words of the mystical poet Rumi, so famous for his beautiful pontifications on love. My name is Kilkenny, the host of the Modern Mystic Podcast. And today we are republishing this episode, Why You Are Your Own Soulmate, because it was so widely and well-received when we dropped it a couple years ago. And one of the things we heard from many of our listeners was how affirming it was to be reminded that the love that we often seek in others is really living within ourselves and that we are our own fulfillment. We are our own soulmate. We're the ones we will have for the duration of our lives and then of course beyond. And so it was really helpful for a lot of people and we all need this reminder of the spiritual perspective because we're bombarded with messages from society telling us otherwise, propelling us towards people and situations that we think will fulfill us in the way of love and forgetting, because this is normal and the human tendency, that the great love with a capital L that we really crave and we really seek that the poet Rumi actually wrote about wasn't about the beloved of someone else in human form, but was about the soul love. This wisdom is a perennial wisdom holding many different philosophies and cultures. And so check out this episode. If you've heard it before, I think it'll be really beneficial for you to take a listen again. It's short, it's pithy, and from all the people we've heard, super inspiring and a great reminder to you today. So without further ado, here it goes. My name is Kilkenny, the host of the Modern Mystic Podcast. And today I wanted to speak about love. So... In the yoga world, which is my main practice, there's a term called hradayam. Hradayam means the center of or the heart. So right now in earth density, time, space, reality, we're on the precipice of Valentine's Day. But this podcast is relevant to any day of the year because the word love and this heart-centered understanding is so important for we live in an age and a society that is always looking for love in the other and outside of ourselves. But I'm here to tell you, guess what? You don't have a soulmate. I had a friend the other day who was texting me all these questions about the difference between twin flame and soulmate and, and all these nuances. And You know, these are all constructs of our mind. You know, you might feel like you have a soulmate. I certainly have 
you know, someone in my life who's unbelievable and you could, you could call him that. But the truth is I do subscribe to the twin flame theory because I like the idea and the notion that other people reflect back to us, right? Our own love. But mystical understanding is that love and consciousness and aliveness comes from within. And so when we see others on the outside, they mirror it to us. And there are people who do that greatly. And so those people we call, you know, colloquially soulmates or twin flames, you know, they do this in such a profound way for us. So it's not to diminish that at all. But truly, the mystic knows that he or she, they, them, are complete unto themselves, right? There's no need to take away at our essential nature or add to anything that we don't need a mate for truly you are the mate you're looking for. So if you feel like there are parts of yourself that are broken from the centrifugal forces of trauma and or life that are fractured and, and, and pulled apart from your center core hadadayam. This is normal. This is natural. And so you might have a craving for the mate, but let me tell you that you are your own soul mate. You are. And life and this ocean of consciousness and the waves of experience are wooing us. The great poet Rumi says, listen, O drop, give yourself up without regret and in exchange, gain the ocean. Listen, O drop, bestow upon yourself this honor and in the arms of the sea be secure. Who indeed would be so fortunate? An ocean wooing a drop. So I invite yourself, wherever you are in time-space reality, or to ask yourself, are you wooing yourself? Are you allowing the forces of life to woo and seduce you? If you're not feeling really hot and attracted to life and its lessons, and we all go through this for sure, this is totally normal and natural, but how as a mystic, the question becomes, can you find yourself way back to the passion for living and really learning the curriculum of life and what it's trying to teach us? So we totally want to celebrate. And I encourage you to think about contemplate and be present with all the expressions of love you are blessed to experience. And this idea of the other, as Bell Hooks wrote about, there's the notion of eating, quote unquote, the other and the other, right? We think the other is out to get us and or we feel like we need the other to fulfill us. But really, the divine union, the heroscamos is the term officially. Of the two, of the, the me and the you, lives within you by yourself, lives within me by myself, not in a way that's isolated, but in a way that's fully autonomous, fully sovereign. 
And so the more and more we can make our way back to this understanding through practices, through experiences, just through hearing it, it being told to you, perhaps by me right now, you are your own soul mate. The pain that we feel from separation, and, and of course the movies, our pop culture, the way they make it out to be, constantly we're giving these messages that in order to gain the love of another in some way, then we'll be fulfilled. But we've all had this experiences when we realize that other from time to time in whatever way we do, and it could be as a lover, as a partner, as a, you know, reunion and reconciliation with a loved one, a parent, a spouse, a sibling, whatever it is, that in the end, then after that happens, then we get dissatisfied again, you know, with life and we get disgruntled again and we get this aching and seeking energy again. And that seeking, aching energy, that restlessness, the mystic knows to turn that towards your practices, to let those feelings allow us to act as fuel for our practices and developing our understanding so we can enrich our experience of life and serve the world even more fully. So it's complex, I know. It's not easy, I know. But you are your own soul mate. You are full, you are complete, you are sovereign unto yourself. And, you know, it might be that we're in a place in life where we feel really good about our relationships. We could be at a place in life where we're really experiencing a loss of a loved one for the first time or again. It's here again, the loss, the mourning. Dear one, you may be in a place where you're excited about a newer relationship or excited about the potential for future relationship that's on the horizon. Or dearest, dearest one, you might feel so isolated within the very community you're living in, perhaps within the house you're living in, the family you're living in, whose love you're most craving. So we can make space in our psyches. We can recognize in our lives that these are feelings we're having. This is part of the human odyssey. This is the journey of embodiment. But the love that we have for ourselves and our deep intimacy with ourself, capital S, is a relationship that's often not talked about, not, not really looked at or studied, certainly not valued in the societies that we live. So at the end of the day, we live our life alone. We have, you know, potentially had great experiences, challenging experiences. Potentially, we've had fabulous friends, maybe some terrible friends. There's the gamut of experience, supportive families and communities, or maybe not so much, right? However, it's only us who experiences our thoughts. It's only us who processes and lives in the realm of our unique emotions. It's us 
who has been with you your whole life, experiencing your greatest, most exuberant joys and your tumult and hardship and heartbreaking, devastating, traumatic pains. And so if we never really fully learn to come back to the reunion with our own self as our beloved, to care for our own self as our own beloved and soulmate, you know, we'll always continue on this perpetual samsara, it's called in the yoga world, which means the wheel of suffering, like a carousel that goes round and round and we're on it and we can't get off. And the images play in our minds and the suffering happens. But our revelation and our understanding and our different practices that we do and listening to these teachings and remembering to remember these teachings are the way we get off that samsara, that carousel that goes round and round with those distorted images when you look in the mirrors, up and down, that sweet ride. But when it's our life, it's often our joys and our pains and our highs and our lows. And we forget to fully embrace ourself as the one soulmate. I invite you to take a moment and develop this practice. It's a practice borrowed known as metta from the Buddhist tradition and overlays into the tantric yoga tradition. So take a comfortable seat if you're able to do so and if it's safe to do so. And if not, you can do this later. And it's a practice you can do every day. Do it once a week. Just come back to the end of this episode. If you're driving, then you can just listen to it with the eyes open and yourself alert. Take a deep breath or two and feel the breath like a beautiful offering, a bouquet of flowers from your beloved, your flowering, blossoming breath, where you're presenting your breath that connects your spirit to your sweet temple of a body and offer it like a a bouquet or something really heartfelt and almost romantic or filled with juice that you'd offer to a being you love. Offer your breath to yourself. Maybe it's in the way of friendship and offering a peace flag. And now think of someone you actually love unconditionally. Like someone who you just think of them and you smile and your whole body and soul gets filled up with love because you just love them so much. And feel it in yourself. Feel and notice how that love abides within you. Picture their eyes and their hair and the color of their skin or hair their glow of their soul and and their personality and feel and sense how much you love them. Then 
simply follow that pathway, those breadcrumbs of love into your being. And now just be present with that love. And if it fades a little bit or goes away, bring yourself back to the image of that person, of course. Study them, how they smell, maybe how they feel. And then let it lead you to this feeling of love within yourself. If you can stay with that feeling of love, then remain there. And now sense or picture, some of us are better at visualizing, some of us, it's more of a sensorial, you just sense, don't let it stress you out, you're just sensing yourself as a baby. See your body, perhaps chubby a little bit, big eyes, we all have bigger heads as a baby. Notice what your hair would be like and your body. And then right now, as you offer yourself the same love that you felt for the person you love unconditionally, offer it to you as a baby. Offer it up to your baby self. Offer this baby love joy, safety, and now peace. You can notice what that feels like. And now start to transition your stream of consciousness to yourself as a toddler. You've learned to walk around and you're busy doing things, moving your body perhaps. Or maybe more quiet, but you're bigger. You have the ability to be mobile. Notice what that feels like. Notice what you look like, how you've changed from a baby. If your hair is longer, if you're talking, what would you be doing, do you think? And now offer that same love that you felt unconditionally for whomever you chose to this toddler self of yours. Say, I offer you love. I offer you joy. I offer you safety. I offer you peace. Now, see yourself as a third or fourth grader even if you're not exactly clear what that age looks like, you're much bigger than a toddler, but you're not a teenager. Your limbs are longer. You're not really sure how perhaps adults want you to act. Sense this period and epoch of your life and take a few breaths. Seeing this visually, or again, just a feeling of it, a sensing of it. And then keeping this notion with you, add the layer of the love, the unconditional love that you felt for the person or being you initially thought of. And offer 
your third or fourth grade self that love. With each breath, just give it freely. And then you can say to yourself, I offer you as well joy. I offer you safety. I offer you peace. And then take a few breaths and notice what it feels like to offer this to your third or fourth grade self. Stay anchored to that unconditional love within you as best as you can. Now begin to sense yourself as a teenager. Maybe you're angry or sad or angst or anxious or depressed. Just notice yourself as a teenager. Maybe just feeling awkward or all of the above, not really getting why adults don't actually know everything, let alone many things. And see your teenage self. Sense your teenage self. And then begin to add the layer of love. Add the feeling of unconditional love. Feel it in your being. We need to think back to the other being you thought of to elicit it, go for it. Or you might just notice that pool of love is there, accessible. And offer love to your teenage self. With each breath, offer love. Even say, I love you, or here's some love. And the same teen now, offer them joy. And now safety. And now peace. And now if it's safe to do so, you can place one or both hands on your heart. And if it's not safe to do so, simply feel into your heart space, this Hadayam space, the center, the center of you where love lives, reigns, and dwells. And maybe you feel that unconditional love in there. Or you can use the sensing of the initial being who brings you there so expediently. And feel into this heart space and take a few breaths. And say to yourself silently, or maybe aloud, I am my own beloved. I am my soulmate. I am my twin flame. So dear ones, remember, whatever and wherever you are 
in this stage of love, in this phase of life. If you're going through something, think about how would you console a good friend through something exactly the same? Something challenging? How would you nurture them? How would you speak to them? And speak to yourself that way. If you're going through something really positive, celebrate yourself like you would a loved one. Get yourself a gift or praise yourself. The, the MP3s we play in our mind are powerful and they create our experience that we are living right now. Celebrate yourself. If you're trying to accomplish something, encourage yourself as you would, you got it, like a friend or loved one or child, whomever, a parent, right? Love is important and self-love isn't selfless at all, right? Self-love is our source and it is the force that keeps us here living a fulfilled life. So I invite everyone, the next 24 hours, the next 48 hours, see if you can keep any part of this practice with you, this self-talk of love, or maybe there was a certain stage of your life you had extra love and compassion for towards yourself. Think of that stage. Maybe you have a picture of yourself during that stage and put it up on your desk or for you to look at. Or continue to think of that person as a practice that elicits so much unconditional love and reminds you like a mirror of all that love that dwells within your own being and reflects it back to you. Maybe a pet. And your practice is simply thinking of that person or pet several times a day and then experiencing the love within. And then notice, where is the love? The love is in you. The love is in you. The love, dear one, is in you. Thank you so much for listening. I hope this was helpful. You are your own soulmate. Namaste. Thank you for taking these words in. I hope they ground, inform, and inspire you on your journey of the mystic path. If you like what you heard, please write me a review on whichever platform you are listening. Also, check out my exciting Patreon page at patreon.com slash modernmysticlove, where I offer all sorts of uplifting yoga classes, meditation classes, and other amazing offerings from my guests on this podcast to all my incredible supporters. Even folks who donate at the $5 a month level are so appreciated as every cent helps this busy mama of three. Or check out my website, modernmystic.love, where you can purchase yoga videos of all levels with me, ranging from gentle yoga up through advanced asana and also meditation videos there. Keep on meeting the present moment where the magic lives, one breath at a time. Namaste.